This is the Reading Aloud Podcast. I'm Marisol Collette. And I'm Adam Collette. And you love us because we love you. We sure do. And let's get to today's conversation. <laughs> I have two funny things. Oh, I got a third. <laughs> okay. One is if anybody is done listening to this podcast, like they're like, I'm never going to listen to it again. <laughs> it's because they can't stand the sound of sick adults constantly. <laughs> somebody on this podcast, somebody. Yeah. You or me is always sick. Always. Always. You know, when you listen to radio or TV, always, if, if the announcer is sick, they're like, I'm so sorry, I got a little something today, if you can bear with me. But like in this podcast, it's, we, we, we always got a little something. A little something, something. A little something, something. Okay, what's your second funny thing? Second funny thing is today somebody said to me, I got 99 problems, but sex ain't one. <sighs> Why did we not think of that? That is the I know. title. Maybe we write a book. I wonder what the copyright is on that anyway. Like, what? are we going to have to pay Jay-Z $1,000 to name it? I got 99 problems. Uh, probably. Yeah. Wait, how, how much are we paying him? I don't know. I said like a thousand bucks. Um, probably more. Well, I mean. Probably 99,000. <laughs> so. What's your funny wait, thing? Last podcast, we were talking about, I wish I was a little bit taller. Later that day, Skilo. And it came up on a radio show that I listened to. They were like, it's like Skilo. I wish I was a little bit taller. And I was like, that's it. Remember we were trying to yes. get the name? And I was thinking it was, I was like, it's, I'm thinking CeeLo, but it's not, not CeeLo Green. Anyway, it's Skilo. Skilo. So. And synchronicity. 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 They're so good. Look, we're finishing each other's words. Stop it. <laughs> you are reading my mouth and I'm repeating myself. <laughs> no, but the collective conscience. We're into it. Yeah. Okay. So my funny thing, also referencing the podcast again, it is confirmed. It is, it is confirmed you are Michael Scott. No. Do you want to tell this story? So this is what I can now consider the beep beep story. <laughs> I was with a client. There was no budget. We were shopping. My car was closer. So we kept putting, you know, each time we ended up at a store, we kept putting. <laughs> yes. But here, earlier on in the day, rewind it. You had somehow all your keys had exploded in the car and strewn all over the car. You could not find the key fob. So the key fob is just in the car. You cannot lock a car you, yeah. with that when the key fob's in it. It's like, it screams. Because the key fob's still in it, but you can't find the key fob. So you're about your day. You're going back and forth to the car, putting in clothes with this client. With no budget. With no budget. So you're putting in all these clothes into your car, and you've got your keys. <laughs> and <laughs> you keep acting like you locked the car behind and you're telling me this story and you're like yeah i just kept acting like i was locking the car when we walked away even one time i said beep beep <laughs> <laughs> which is in flipping credible and a total michael scott move you verbally made the beep beep sound do you think she do you think she was fooled. Did she react in any way? Like, I would have not been able to keep it together. If you were me or you were her? No, if I was her. <laughs> like, and I just looked over and somebody was like, beep, beep. <laughs> like client. Roadrunner. She's a newer client. So it was like a little bit, you know, it's like if it were a friend, they would have been like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what the hell was that? Anyway, we had a really good laugh. Oh my that. gosh. It yeah. was the best. <laughs> 
All right, so you came into this podcast pretty excited to talk about something. What's that? Well, I want to talk about why does this year feel so different? You were talking to me about being a part of a relatively new men's group that is full of people who are a lot of people who work remotely, a lot of folks who have spent a lot of time internationally, people who are from bigger cities like LA and New York, etc., and all congregating here in our tiny town of Asheville. And you've got a couple different men's circles and you all get together under different premise, but you were, you know, you were kind of talking about the differences in this group. And I was thinking about how there's something really different about your life right now, but I feel really different about my life too. And I have no idea what that's going to mean, right? There's all these changes. I can feel them. I don't know what that means. But in listening to you talk about, I have my men's circle that I started how many years ago? 2019. Yeah. So now it's been at the end of this year, it will have been five years. Right. Then you have a couple Marco Polo threads or all, it's just like a lot of really amazing men in this, in your life that you haven't always had that. No. You've always had best guy friends. Yeah. College, I had like kind of best guy friends, but, and I also work in a field that is primarily dominated by women. And so like, I just had a lot of, I also had a lot of female friends too, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's true. Do you feel like you have more girlfriends than guy friends right now? No, I have much, many more guy friends. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Although just speaking on the friends front, I recognized this year that I was, who are like my, my real true longest, like best friend types. Like, and there's one guy and one girl that I've kind of like determined. Wait, I want to guess. Yeah, guess. Is it Brian and Grace? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nice. They know me super well. Mm-hmm. And we go back a long time now. And I committed this year to myself, really try to strengthen my, we don't live near each other. So like strengthen my relationship with them because those aren't friendships I want to lose oh or my like gosh. let fade. Right. That really makes me want to make that trip to Maine possible. I don't know how we're going to do it. Okay. So I'm curious why this year is so different. What is it about it? I, is it? Is it through coming through the kid fog? Is there a fog that we've come through? It feels so different, babe. It feels like, I can't tell if it's after you've been sick and you wake up and you're like, the world is the brightest it's ever been because you've just been in the shittiest place. And it's kind of like that getting out of the infant phase, but there's a maturity thing, like a maturation that has happened. And maybe it is becoming a parent, but I don't know. The world feels very expansive right now for you in particular. And for me, it just feels like there's a lot of evolution. I can't tell what it's going to be. Yeah. We've had a lot of conversations about how the past couple years have been pretty difficult on me. In just the past couple weeks, I'm getting off topic a little bit here, but as I have described this situation to my therapist, to actually a colleague that I was meeting with in some of my men's groups, I have gained so much more clarity around where I was at and what was happening. Mm. Clarity that you might have already had, to be honest. For me, like a lot of clarity just around multiple points. That was pretty like traumatic time, you know, condensed from like 21, 22, 20, 21, 22, like in there was really, really, really traumatic. COVID aside, not necessarily related, unrelated to COVID. And then today when I was talking about it, I was explaining a situation and they were like, I can hear the stress. And I was like, yeah. And And what came up for me is like, I had some recent stress in my life. And the reason I think I reacted so strongly to it was because there was fear because the stress I was under for an extended period of time broke my threshold 
of what I had in natural and learned coping skills. And so I got to a point where I couldn't actually cope in a healthy way anymore. And I started to turn to unhealthy coping ways. You know, when you hear something and it's, it's not like you've heard it for the first time, but like hear it in a new way, it kind of hears it in a new way. And man, I heard myself speaking that into power today. And all that's to say, I think for me, a word that came up actually in one of my men's groups today, in fact, I resonated with was this word threshold. And I don't actually feel like I've crossed my threshold that I've been building towards since that over that time yet. I don't feel like I have, but I feel like I have gotten to a space where it's kind of opened up, where I, you're climbing, you're climbing, you're climbing, and it's opened up a little bit. And I don't think it's over, but like I'm in a space, I'm in, you know, you, you come to the top of the mountain, you hit the ridge line, or like it opens up or something like that. I'm always using hiking references, but like, you know, it flattens out a little bit. And you, you, you know, you got some wind behind you. It's a beautiful view. And you're like, whew, okay, let's do this. That's how I kind of feel right now. It's like, I don't think I've crossed my threshold yet of what I'm building towards into another phase of life, not an ultimate threshold or whatever there'll be many more in my life but like in this phase I haven't crossed it yet but I'm there and I'm in this space of expansiveness you know having a baby was one struggle having to help me through having a baby was another struggle then there was like just different areas of your life personal professional etc that just felt like they were at this this critical juncture of like I don't know what I need in this setting anymore and I do think COVID had a little bit of an overlay at first. It was really lovely just to have all that time together. It was very lovely for me to be pregnant that way, you know, so that I didn't have to be out and about when I felt so bad, et cetera. But then you lost your community because work, you all went virtual and all this stuff. There were big changes, right? And then once we had a baby, it was tenuous because we were always considering COVID with an infant. Not the biggest thing for us because we have a lot of privilege, but I do think those things played a little bit of a a part. So I just heard you saying two different things. One is you crossed your threshold. So I didn't actually, I did not, you said maybe I already saw it. I did not see it. I did not see it the way that you saw it. This is one thing you should know about yourself. You present as very capable, very resilient. So when I came to understand last year, how broken down you had been, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. which is saying a lot because I'm very perceptive. Now, we've talked about this on the podcast. There were things that I felt like were missing from who I knew you to be. But again, I just kept thinking that was just over time, growth, you were aging, things were changing, things were falling away. And I was like, this is his natural evolution. This is what we're in. We all get to be a part of our partner's lives in whatever phase they're in. But I hear you saying two things. One is that you crossed a threshold and you didn't realize it and you kind of started snowball it was a snowball effect and you were starting to cope in unhealthy ways just sort of little by little losing ground which is the frog and boiling water metaphor just not even realizing the difficulty because you've told me many times that in describing it all people saying wow that's a lot or you being like holy crap that was a lot of different things going on at once big big stuff But what I'm also hearing you say is there was a little bit of like, something is changing, right? Like to my point, something is changing right now. You are almost at the top of the mountain and those last five miles will break you. It's a make or break. Like you're almost there. Maybe it's like the the five miles before the last mile or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
you're just like, I can't make it. This is the hardest thing I've ever done. You're exhausted. There's big growth. It's like, this is where it's mind over matter. Now you are in that last mile headed to the top and things are starting to open up and you're like, I can do it. And you're starting to see more clearly. So I actually think that you just made it through what for you had to be really difficult in order to bust through to a new level. Yeah. I love this metaphor because this understanding of like owning my own story, both historically, but also just like more recently is so powerful because now I start to think about two things. Number one, I start to think about what were the things that actually kept my, kept my feet moving forward during that time. No. And now I'm thinking about, oh yeah, those things are really healthy for me. And so there's lessons there as well as just this last week, I had something come up again and I had a really, really, really visceral. I was going to say guttural. Yeah. Is that a, is that oh, a word yeah. too? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if that was another Adam word. What was the Doesn't Adam matter. word that I texted you the Ooh, other day? I have it written down. No, you didn't text it. You said it and then I texted you and I was like... <laughs> Irreverent? No, because no. that's a real word. I'll find okay, it. Okay, anyway. But I had this real guttural reaction to this, mm-hmm. you know, because... And it, was, it wasn't it was exactly things that had been going on in my life. Oh, it had some flavors but of it some had, past it, stuff that you had to deal with professionally. Exactly. And one, of, and one of the more intense things that was happening to me during that time professionally... And boy, I I can't tell you, like we talked about this a little bit, but like that happened and I was like, I'm out, mm-hmm. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And I said it today. That's a trauma response. I said it today in the men's group. I said, that was fear. Like I had fear. It was actually fear coming up. Like, you know, I'm out, I'm not doing this again. And it was it was that like, that trauma response, but I was I was scared. So when we get those flags, those trauma responses, where we're like, we want to flee the situation or fight against it and or protect ourselves those are those are important right because when we experience trauma it's something that's happening something traumatic happening over a sustained period of time yeah. something that comes out of the clear blue those are the two biggest definitions of what's traumatic so we didn't see it coming or we had to endure it for a, an extended period of time because there's actually recuperation that can happen when something happens and then you get everything you need on the other side, all of the support, everything you need, right? Yeah. You can actually move through it pretty quickly. But when we don't, which you, and and there's a part of you that couldn't, like there's a part of you that's like, oh, I need to flag this quickly because I didn't see it the same way. And so you endured it for so, it, different things for so long and didn't even see it. So there's a little bit of a lack of trust of self. Mm-hmm. Now this is all truth, therapy. Truth, truth. Yeah. No, I, I, that was what I was just trying to say with the fear. Yeah, definitely lack of trust of self. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you were like, oh, I just was in that. I didn't see it. I didn't know it. Like what, how, how can I protect myself? So, so when we have that like hard no that comes up, this is an incredibly good protective response mm-hmm. that says, I will not put myself through this situation again. I see it and I will not do this. Mm-hmm. So it's really good. What happens is for many of us is that we get caught in that. So every time something happens, it's reaction. Yeah. And we have to start to discern what is real threat and what is not. Mm. And I think in this instance, you're seeing a potential threat, a real threat that could that looks very similar and real. I know the situation. So realistically, it is very real, right? Like it is a real potential threat to a part of your life. So 
I'm really, I'm glad that you see that. And at the first sign of it, you're like, no. Now, on Friday, I actively communicated about it mm -hmm. to people that I needed to communicate about it in like professional sense. I went on a six mile run, mm -hmm. went to a friend's house that night and played goofy games. I had a beautiful Saturday in the woods with you hiking. We watched stand up comedy at night. We cooked an awesome dinner. Mm -hmm. I went to a men's circle on Sunday morning and like shared about the experience and got some really amazing reflections. And I feel so much more grounded. That is- Those are good coping. Those are, those are good coping. I exercised today. Good job, babe. Yeah. What, you've had tears come up a few times. What do you think those are about? I feel like I'm about to cry about every five minutes mm, right now. Just in this podcast or just in oh, general? Oh, I mean like in general. I cried in therapy the other day. I almost cried in my men's group today. What it is is it's power. It's powerful and I don't... God, I wish everybody in the whole flipping world could hear what you just said. The tears, it's powerful. Yeah, it's emotion, but it's... <laughs> we have got to make some changes to this world. That that would ever be... That those two things, men and tears and power, would not be associated. I just yeah. can't even put it on a fucking billboard. Put it on a billboard. Ooh, that's another or good a one. Billboard. That's another good one for my for my clothing line. Um, what is it gonna say? Oh when no, I it's, cry? it's it's uh, the you know the camo clothing line. It's uh, tears or power. Oof, God. Adam, the, the world exists. We can, we, you can like go I actually on. had inspiration to start. I got another idea for it too when I was at this party because first I was um, wearing my camo hat and the one that your, your folks created with the camo hat and the thumbs up and um, somebody commented on it and so I started talking around my idea around this and they were like, oh, you mean like a camo shirt with like a big vagina on the back? And yes. I was like, Yes. yes. That's exactly. exactly it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. But do you know that like in this day and age, you can pretty much do anything when it comes to creativity? There are t-shirt companies yeah, that, totally, that would just do it. Yeah. Oh, let me just finish this thought real quick. The reason I is because it is emotional, but it is powerful. And I really feel like I'm in a time in my life of, again, a significant threshold transition. For me, I don't think there has been like so many times like that. They don't happen every year. They don't happen even every other year. And the last time was probably like the years in which we met. Those couple years, like that transition back here to North Carolina. And so like, it just feels like a really powerful time. So when I talk about it, it's like the energy is just like coming out of me. I love that, babe. And I just want to say, I fully support your big self-protective reaction. And I don't want you to be ruled by fear, but I don't see that. I don't, you know, there's that, that thing where people who are having a trauma response will experience, like they kind of go distant, right? The dissociative, like they go, they're getting thrown into the way back machine and they go a little distant and, and disconnected. Now I will say, you didn't tell me what was going on. And from about Wednesday to Friday, I was confused as to why there was so much distance and so you were saying that you were you were still trying to figure out what was going on what your feelings were but that this thing was happening and you were trying to process it for yourself 
you know, I'm glad that I finally learned what was going on because I did, I felt nervous. I felt like, wow, he's really distant. I feel like I'm, there's a lot of longing for connection that we're not getting. And from my perspective, it is important for me to know why, because it is kind of scary when I can't reach you like that. And we've talked about that a lot, but it's it's very, you know, like uncomfortable or like unnerving or something like that feeling. So just to remember, to, you can even say things like, oh, there's something going on at work, but I, and, I, and I really can't get into it right now because I, I did that with you the other day. I said, there's something went down and I just like, I can't talk about it because it's going to get me all hyped up late at night. And that just kept being the thing. So, but letting me know, communicating that would have been helpful because that was hard. That firm no, I'm so glad. And the list of things you talked about that you did instead of stewing or becoming distant or stressing yourself out or losing a lot of sleep, et cetera. And you also let go of your uh, duty as the HOA president. And I love that. You're really saying no to things that you don't need. And your therapist told you to, to take more Adam time. And I, I really want to know what that looks like because I can't make that if, up for if you. you figure it out, tell me. Interesting. So you've got to figure it out. Well, I mean, I know some things that are Adam time. And so I'm just trying to lean into that to like really making space for my exercise, which I'm very much into right now. I know I keep talking about, but like I'm very much into it right now. Like my swimming, running, biking, you know, gym time is like really giving me life. And so I'm really trying to lean into that. And the other big thing in my life, like I getting outside. So like I want to find time to take a vacation day from work and like go on a solo hike somewhere, go romp somewhere for a day. Love a good romp. Love a good romp. Maybe there's a way that you can do pre-plan a quarterly romp. Uh-huh. You know, y'all had forced fun. <laughs> well, cause well it was, it's, it's, yeah, forest fun. As an organization, y'all would go out into the forest and y'all would joke that it was forced fun. Forced fun, yeah. It's so good. But y'all had that planned, forced fun, if you could do a... A forced fun day. Yeah, yeah forest fun. I was gonna yeah. say something romp, but I'm not. I'm not that quick. Yeah, a regular romp. A regular romp. There we are. You know, the other day you were saying you really needed to get outside for a run, and I needed you to send something to the post office. And so the best I can do is say, if I know you've got something going on, just say, I the the post office is not the main thing. Yeah, and I I said that, and you managed to do it all, of course, as you do. But yes, and no. What I did was I actually stayed at work longer than I had to, but I had to get something out the door. That was part of my process with this whole thing. But what I did is I texted you and I said, can you go pick up Neo? That's right. Because in the past, I would have just skipped the run, done that, and then gone and picked up Neo. Or I'd lollygag on my computer and then I didn't have time to do all of them. In fact, actually, by the end, I maybe could have squeezed it in. Yeah, I just I made time because I texted you because you said that. Mm, good. We'll know that that offer stands. Yeah. My reflection is that you have been doing a lot for yourself. This morning, you've been doing these Sunday morning men's things I, once a month. And yeah, and I feel like I've taken a lot more good. time on things. I've good. gone out and watched my favorite basketball team, mm-hmm. and I've taken runs, and you know, isn't we've it created a lot of space. Isn't it interesting that because I've always done that stuff for me, that we've spent so much less time together? It's like when we're both doing that for ourselves, we really get a lot less time together. Yeah. It's amazing. And it's hard. Yeah, it's like this, it's it's the ever-present balance that we talked about, you know. But I'm glad that you're doing that for yourself. I really am. 
Thank you. Okay, well, I love you. I love you so much. Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.